Hey, Dad, what do you do when you're out with friends? The waiter comes up and tries to take everybody's order, but the whole table freezes up, and everyone's looking at each other trying to find some help. Mm, that's a great question. So what, what should I do? You should have some confidence, Dad, or as our friends at Jägermeister call it, shotfidence. If everyone's having trouble ordering, here's what you do. You take charge, you grab the bull by the horns, you find that dog in you, and you make an executive decision. And just order for the table a round of ice-cold Jägermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, we've all been drinking Jägermeister wrong. Did not know that. How should we be drinking it? Glad you asked, Dad. We should be drinking it ice cold at zero degrees Fahrenheit. Well, that brings up other things that I love ice cold as well. And I'll tell you right out of the gate, that's going to be a candy bar pulled out of the freezer. That's my way of eating candy. Oh, I love it. On the golf course out there, you get to the turn in the middle of the round there, and you get to that little clubhouse there, and they've always got the candy bar options, and I always see they've usually got a little box of them in the freezer, and it always makes it better on a hot day out on the golf course, taking a bite of that cold, cold chocolate and getting ready to go for the rest of my round. It's the same way with Jägermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice-cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US, White Plains, New York. Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome back. Hour number three. Gojo and Golik live from Arrowhead Stadium here in Kansas City leading up to opening night of the NFL. We are fueled by Campbell's Chunky, the official soup sponsor of the NFL. Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick Sr., Andrew Hawkins here with us for another bit of the show. And guys, we're getting closer and closer to game time right now. We got the news right before the end of the last segment that unfortunately Travis Kelsey not going to be going tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs. So a big blow to this, but we had kind of expected this in the coming days. And so now we're going to get ready for this game coming up here without him, without Chris Jones, who is sitting out for financial issues. He wants that bigger contract. Yeah. Hawk, we just saw uh, one of his defensive Woo. compatriots and Nick Bosa <laughs> going uh, secure famously. We got the news yesterday that the San Francisco 49ers have made their defensive end, Nick Bosa, the highest paid non-quarterback wow. in NFL history. Yeah. Hawk, this seemed inevitable, but yeah. deadlines drive results here and now. Why was this ultimately such an easy decision to go ahead and fork over this much money for that player? Because if you look at the 49ers and how they're building, when we talk about their team in, a, in, a, in, a, in an organization that has probably the most dysfunctional quarterback room in the last three years, <laughs> yes. that nobody, we kind of just brush under the table. The reason why, they have Bosa on the other end, right? And he is actually the quarterback. They're known for their defense. He sets the pace for their team. It's why they're always able to compete no matter who is under center. So they understood how important it was to not only pay him, pay him what he's worth to that, as a player and what he's been worth to that organization. Joey Bosa. 107, I think, guaranteed. Nick Bosa, 122 guaranteed. Man. The family's doing okay They're for doing themselves. Good. That is amazing. But listen, God. this was a no-brainer to get done, and they even knew it was going to yep. get done, and it got done in a somewhat timely fashion to before the season started. 
But th this is just where we are. He deserves that money, and then there'll be Micah Parsons will probably pass yes. that, you yes. know, at some point. Yep. And, and I, it is always amazing to me when, when you hear the public talk about, well, why is this guy getting this money? It's because he's next, yeah. especially yeah. the quarterback position. How does that quarterback, he's not the best in the league. Why is he the highest paid? He's up. Because he was next. Yep. It's yep. his turn. Yep. Nick Bosa's turn. Who was going to pass Aaron Donald as the highest average per year non-quarterback? Well, Nick Bosa's up. Yep. You know, and Chris Jones probably wants to be in that area, though I don't think he's going to be in that right around the Aaron Donald area. And then, as we said, who's next? Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. What happens to Sauce Gardner if he keeps playing the way he's playing yep. in a couple of more years? So this is just the way it goes. A guy deserves the money for his play. He's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It is uh, the full numbers coming in five years, $170 million Oof. with $124 million <sighs> guaranteed. Wow. And that average, $34 million a year. So we always see this in these kind of negotiations. It's constantly agents trying to jockey for different ways to say my player is right, the highest right. played blank in yep. the league yep. and in this case you got to slice it a couple of different ways because this is a quarterback level of yeah. guaranteed money in the deal but also average annual value since Aaron Donald had signed that shorter deal this time around a three-year deal with a ton of guaranteed money that got him up over 30 million dollars right. a year Nick Bosa now in the mid 30 million dollars <laughs> a year for there Resetting that one, and listen, that makes it interesting relative to Chris Jones that's sitting out there right now as a defensive player. Do you think Chris Jones is getting more than Aaron Donald? Thirty-one mm, seven a year. That's a tough argument to make. But yeah. Chris Jones has played as well. He should be yeah. up there, right? As I mean, these because guys, right yeah. now, as far as D lineman, you got Aaron Donald. Then you got. We were talking earlier, Mike. What Quinnen Williams at like twenty-four. Yep. So there's a gap that yep. Chris Jones should be above that part of it, but around yeah. Aaron. Because yeah. for most negotiations, whether it was Quinnen Williams or Jeffrey Simmons in right, uh, right. Tennessee, the thought with all that was, hey, we're gonna pay you. We're not going to pay you Aaron Donald right, money. Like, right, we're right. going to stop well below the human wrecking ball that's yeah. decimated the sport on his own for the last number of years. But Chris Jones not only has yeah. played that well, 15 and a half sacks last year, but you look relative to what the team has without him. And that, I think, is the yep. biggest swing state tonight. And one of the most interesting points in this game is, for somebody, the leverage is going to change tonight. Mm -hmm. If that Chiefs defense goes out there, and in game one, I get a one-game sample size shouldn't matter this much for anybody involved. Yeah. But we know the primetime effect on the public, and there's a reason mm -hmm. teams and agents constantly leak points to the public, because everyone's trying to curry favor with the fan base, put a little more pressure on the other side. What speaks louder than if all of a sudden the Detroit Lions go out here and rack up a ton of yards on the ground and move the ball over this Chiefs defense, Hawk? Exactly. And, and to your point, like, Chris Jones, when you talk about Quinn and Williams, when you talk about Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald has gotten all the highlights. And I am the biggest Aaron Donald fan that there is, and I don't think people are as close to him as is perceived. But if there's anyone who can make the case, and if I'm Chris Jones' agent, yep. It is him. Yes. If you look at the yeah. numbers, you look at his production, you, you look at what he's meant to this Kansas City Chiefs defense, and to your point tonight when you watch, it is going to be an effect. There is no way you can take him out of that defense and it not affect them, especially going against the Lions in the running game that they have. I mean, listen, I know the world lives by the edge rusher. We saw that with Bosa, you know, a TJ yep. Watt, you know, and what they get. But to me, and Mike, you know this too, as an interior D lineman and a quarterback, that's the worst place for a pressure on a quarterback is up the gut. Yeah. When yeah. you can push a lineman or you can get penetration and, you know, have all that junk around the quarterback's legs, that makes it difficult for them. So a guy that wreaks havoc in the middle and what that does for the run game as well, making the running back bounce east and west and not north and south, mm -hmm. 
I mean, to me, it's just as valuable as that edge rusher. Yeah, basically. I think especially in a day and age where the ball's coming out as quick as it is right now, you've seen more of the RPO-heavy stuff making its way to the NFL level. Having a guy who can clog up the middle, and not for nothing, affect with light box counts. I think we're going to see interior defensive right. linemen as the NFL accounts more bodies to what's become a passing league. Yep. Say, we got to have four or five, six guys in the box that we can trust to handle business so that we can account all the resources to try and slow down these great quarterbacks, to try and get hands on all these great receivers, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, the great young route runners coming into the league. You mentioned what's coming up next. A lot of people now actually putting their eyes to Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. right. Hawk, do we think a deal gets done before we kick off the season for Joe Burrow? We've seen an offseason where we have gotten Joe, uh, Justin Herbert yeah. paid in San, and not, God, San Diego still, I say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Like 10 years ago, Gojo. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> do we think long? Joe Burrow gets paid before the season? God help me. <laughs> man, that was like a, that was our, we were kids rooting for the San Diego. <laughs> I know. So you man, may have been a kid, yeah. not me. That's when yeah. my brain stopped yeah. taking in new information. <laughs> yeah. It's like how they say you got to teach kids languages or the yeah. piano when they're young. My brain's incapable of learning anymore. Yeah, I'm a fully formed idiot. Now. I get it. That's okay. Um, yeah, look, I think if the Bengals are smart, they would pay Joe Burrow. Now, the Bengals have notoriously yeah. waited as long as possible to make these big money contract uh, payments. But when you when you look at it, you know, you just look at the Baltimore situation. It's going to cost you more on the back end. The beautiful part about Joe Burrow is he doesn't seem like a guy who is going to sit out. He doesn't seem like a guy that's not going to compete because he is truly chasing legacy. He wants a Super Bowl. He wants multiple Super Bowls. And he wants to kind of put his stamp on the league as who he is. But that being said, again, you don't want a quarterback that is worried about money. You don't want that to affect any part of the prime that is Joe Burrow with this roster, with him, with the coaching staff, the momentum they have. Any conversation outside of that detracts from what your opportunity is. And so... I think if the Bengals are smart, they they would get the deal done before Sunday kicks off. Listen, we know what he's going to get. Two quarterbacks ago was right. 260. Then the last quarterback was 265. He's going to get 270. Yep. He's going to get that money, a ton of guaranteed money. He's getting engaged. So they got the bar in Cincinnati given nine cent shots. Allegedly to, getting engaged. We still haven't seen that allegedly getting It's a engaged. lot of rumors. So a bar offering nine cent shots for the sad girl shots for all the women that will be bummed because he's getting engaged. So. You know, I'm gotta go get me a shot. He's got it out. I know I am. It's yeah. chocolate syrup, Bailey's, and whipped cream. Are Ooh. you kidding yeah. me? Who's not digging that? Shut but up. it's all Joe Burrow right now. But I agree. He's not holding out. They're going to get that deal done. But think about a notoriously cheap organization. Oh, yeah. Yes. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, yeah. T. Higgins. A lot of people to pay. I mean, you got a core there and an open window for a while if you can figure out how to pay them all. And if you ask me what the holdup has been, it's been exactly that, right? It's the Bengals trying to convince Joe of a structure that allows him to keep the weapon so they can maintain Listen, success. Joe. Well, you know, <laughs> right? I'm yeah. sure they're pointing to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Look Honestly. at the deal Mahomes signed. Yeah. You know, when you look at the Bengals, the thing that they would always say, and I, as someone who went into contract negotiations with the Bengals, yes. the thing that they sell is, okay, yeah, you may go get more money somewhere else, right? So it may be an easy deal because we can look at what Hurts uh, got, we could look at what Herbert got, we could look at what Lamar got and say, okay, here's where you are, Joe. But what they sell is when we make a commitment to you for a certain amount of time, what the other teams don't do is they don't see it through. We do. And the Bengals aren't wrong in that. If they sign you to a six-year deal for $170 million, you're going to get as close to that six years as you will with any other organization because how they view you at that moment, they don't second-guess themselves four years, five years. They're not looking for clauses to jump out of a contract, whereas a lot of other teams will give you gaudy numbers. Yeah. That's why we look at the guarantees because sure. it's like, well, 
when can they truly right get rid of you make a u-turn yep. right and the Bengals, with that that's what they're selling we may go lower on the number but you're going to see all of it are you okay with that yeah i, I think that's an interesting point because you're right spot track which always does that over the yep. cap those websites there's always that little caveat of when's the out in the contract exactly yep. when's that guaranteed yep. money run dry mm -hmm. when can they cut you for minimal in cap minimal dead cap money and go on their merry way so mm -hmm. you're right i think that gets done too because planting your flag with that quarterback allocating the largest portion of that resource because the more you guarantee the more you can spread out over time which makes it easier for you to try and figure out how you're going to sign t higgins how yep. you're going to sign jamar yeah. chase yep. when those deals come up this here. is a no-brainer yeah. it's a, an absolute yeah. no-brainer that has to get done so yeah. i, I want to shift to another wide receiver we've talked about a bunch of these guys as we look at the news heading into week one mm -hmm. this is particularly damning dad looking out oh. in los angeles right now Cooper Cup been dealing with a hamstring injury during the preseason, yeah. and now we found out apparently had a setback in that. Going to see a specialist, we're hearing rumblings about potential nerve damage in here for a guy that once had that tightrope surgery. Dad, it already felt like a season that was going to be pretty perilous for the Los oh, Angeles yeah, yeah, Rams yeah. with Matthew Stafford coming back off of injury, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. The core of this team had been really fractured through the last year. This seems like a very ominous tone to start the Listen, year. Listen, we, we thought already this team wasn't going to be very good. I'm concerned more about not the team, but the player, Cooper yeah, Cup. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it still blows my mind to watch him play, knowing the ball is going to him, and he still gets it. Yeah. He still gets open, and he still gets it. But the, I've talked so much about, and Hawk, you know this, the, the quad, the calf, the hammy, yeah. the peck, those kind of things, and how they linger. And this one has definitely taken the next step. When you're going to a specialist, mm -hmm. and they call him out now for week one, he's going to be out for a little more than that because yep. how quickly something that, I mean, his position and what he does, that's a Ferrari where mm -hmm. it's incredible until one little thing off, goes yeah. wrong on it, and, man, the whole thing can fall apart. And, and the, tough, the toughest part is... You know, people wonder, okay, well, well, you know, what makes you retire? I retired at 31. Some people retire at 28, 30, 35. And it's like it's not that your ability changes so much. Mm -hmm. Your ability to bounce back changes, right? Yep. The amount of time it takes me to recoup from a Sunday game to the next Sunday, at first it was on a Monday I was fine when I was 21. When I was 22, oh. it was by Tuesday I was great. Man. As you get older, yes. and it starts to even bleed into the next game. Yes. And the same goes for wide receivers when you start to get these hamstring issues. When you're early, you bounce back a lot faster. When you're older and they start to bite at you, yep. they do linger and they do stick around and they don't go away unless you give them the adequate time to heal. And in a football season, in a football cycle, there's just not that. So to your point about Cooper Cup, I hope he bounces back. But typically when you're at that age and these hamstrings start to come, it becomes a bigger issue yeah. that you have to manage and not heal completely. Especially at the beginning of the season because yeah. there's not a let off here. It's not yeah. like you do one at the end of the season right. and then you spend that first part of the offseason rehabbing and getting it back. You're trying to play catch up on yeah. that and get ready to play a football game and do yeah. all those things physically. He, he is out for a while, I think. And, and, and Hawk, you, you forgot to mention one of the other ways you retire. 
nobody calls you nobody anymore. Nobody calls you. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a big one. Right here. Yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. Well, yeah. That happened. Golik, when did you retire? You mean when did the league retire me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> it, definitely a little bit of a different world yeah. for everyone yeah. here. I'm not going to yeah. point any elbows at myself here and discuss anything and incriminate <laughs> myself in front of the masses here out in front of Arrowhead Stadium. It is Gojo and Golik here. Andrew Hawkins been hanging out with us on the show. Guys, I, I want to look at the rookie class of quarterbacks that mm -hmm. we've got coming up. We talked a little bit about before in spicy takes. I'm very high on what I think Bryce Young can do in Carolina. I felt a lot better about that before we saw the way the offensive line protected yeah. in preseason. A little mm. bit of a step back for a guy like Hickey Aquanu, who was a former top pick for them. They yep. brought back the whole starting five for that group. But as we look at the rookie class right now, Hawk, we know going into week one, we're going to have the three first-rounders starting here. C.J. Stroud going to get the mm -hmm. nod for the Texans. Anthony Richardson getting that nod for a backfield in a complicated situation with Jonathan Taylor all preseason yep, long yep. that they've been trying to sort out. And now the situation, Bryce Young also in Carolina. Mm -hmm. As you look at all these different situations here, who are you most excited to see under center early on in this season? I would say Anthony Richardson. Um, I feel like the tools he has uh, make for a quicker way to make an impact, right? Because he can run the football. He has a live arm. And, you know, there's going to be a lot thrown at him. There's going to be a lot he's processing. Like any quarterback, yeah. it is not like anything you've ever done. This is NFL football. Everything is faster. There's so much information to take in before you make a decision. But in my experience, the quarterbacks like Anthony Richardson, who can improvise really well, and when everything breaks down, yep. I say, hey, I'm going to rely on this thing that I am just as good as anybody else in the league at. They typically have success a lot earlier, and they're able to figure it out on a, on a, on a smoother pace. Unfortunately, he's in a line of a, a bad stat of small amount of starts in college to yep. doing well in the NFL. That's why... It still blows my mind that they didn't get a deal done with a deal done with Jonathan Taylor. To, hey, Jonathan Taylor yeah. is 24. Anthony Richardson is a rookie. To have the who the hell else you're paying on that team That's right crazy. now? I know yeah. Quentin Nelson you're paying, and plus, if you paid him well, it's still not a huge. It's running back money. Right. It's what yeah. 4, 12, 13, 14, 15 mil. That's like nothing right. compared right. to what you're paying now, Bosa, and what you're gonna what you paid some others. So it's third receiver money. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get that one at all. Yeah, uh, I like with. Um, with uh, uh, C.J. Stroud, what they've done in um, Houston, uh, in Houston, yep. bringing in Devin Singletary, yep. uh, the running back, uh, also uh, Robert Woods to help him out as well. I think that that's going to help him there because they're still trying to, to to build around him there. So that that to me, I would he was my first quarterback. Yeah. I would have taken him first. But listen, I hope all these guys do well. But you know, it's going to be growing pains, and it's tough for veterans in those locker rooms yeah. because they know. This year is about a growing pains quarterback. So, and you ain't got many years in the in the holster. So, and this is one of them where maybe not a lot of good is going to happen team wise. I do yeah. think for the Colts, at least in that standpoint, their trajectory isn't as far off because that was a bad football team last year by the admission of a lot of guys that were around there. That offensive line from 2021 to 2022 went it's full bad. Jekyll and Hyde. Yep, yep. And so many of those guys that are back on this season, you mentioned Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly in the middle of that offensive line, most of that group was there Bernard Ryman on the left side young player came in last year took his licks but going to be back this year 
it's going to be about, hey, can we improve and make life easier? Can we be the strength of the team like we were in 21 when Jonathan Taylor won the rushing title yeah. and be that for our quarterback as you get Shane Steichen in, who's going to do some of the Eagles stuff? If you're that team, yeah, you might understand there's going to be some licks coming with your rookie quarterback, but you've also got an opportunity based on, I'm sure, the tape you've been watching from Philadelphia last year. Hey, talent-wise, we think we can still be those dudes, and we got a scheme and a quarterback back there that are going to add. It's not some old veteran who's going to be a statue back there getting right. punched in the mouth. Yep. It's going to be a young guy who we saw out there able to shrug off tacklers, able to make life different for people. Absolutely. So what I, I, you, you said that uh, Bryce was going to throw for 4,000 yards. What makes you more confident in Bryce than you are over CJ or Anthony? So I, I think one is I just think Bryce is right now a better quarterback overall. I think with Anthony, we're waiting. Like functional accuracy is still going to be a thing that builds over time right there. And with the receivers he got, Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman, there were not a lot of guys getting open during the preseason for him there that worried me a little bit too as far as wide open stuff. It was the same situation for Bryce Young, but I'm more confident where he puts the ball. I'm confident that even if protection, which I think will get better, that, that offensive line for them improved steadily over the course of last year. A lot of that was in the ground game, but I still think him knowing how to buy time, him being used to last year at Alabama, while around talented players, that was not the best version of the Alabama team we've no. seen. Him and Jameer Gibbs had yeah. to make a lot happen on their own. You look back at not the wrong. Texas game, they had to do a lot of that last year, almost single-handedly willed them. I think he's got enough of that in his bag that will help elevate some of this team here so that you see some of those guys. I don't know if he has enough improve. to throw to, though. I know That's they got Adam Thielen there. And, they, and you got Miles Sanders to help with the running game. I mean, here's another one. Miles Sanders goes for 1,200 yards and goes yeah. to Carolina making about six mil. I right, mean, geez, right. oh, man. Right. He's but, not having but, a great time. But that's a thing. I like Bryce Young, but I don't know about the weapons that, that he has to throw to there. That, that, that's my concern of him getting 4,000 yards. And true, and a lot of that's going to be, again, you mentioned Miles Sanders, that offensive line that brings all five of those starters back, can they do enough on the ground game to help. with those guys yeah. to help offset that, maybe make life a little easier, but it's going to be a quarterback yeah. having to do what I thought he did in college as well as anyone is put the ball in places that were indicative of, oh, this is an NFL passer. Right. This is a guy who's coming in and not going to be overwhelmed by anything he sees in the moment here. Coming up next, we're not overwhelmed by sound, sights, no. or smells out in this Kansas City parking lot. We're going to take a look at some old faces in new places and those rule changes we talked about next. All right, guys, let's talk about Jägermeister. They could have written a totally normal ad here, like a really classic ad. They could have talked about their history, the 56 botanicals. It could have been all salesy and cutesy, but they know you don't care. Jägermeister doesn't want to be like all those other ads you've seen and heard. They just wanted to say two things. Jägermeister is great, but everyone has been drinking it wrong. Damn, that's cold. Drinking it wrong? All right, if that's the case, how should we be drinking it? They are so glad you asked, and so am I, Dad. I'm here to help you. Ice cold is the answer, at zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jägermeister. That's it. That's all they want to tell you. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends or at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US, White Plains, New York. All right, we're back. Go Joe and go. Mike Gold Jr., Mike Gold Sr., Andrew Hawkins. We are battling against the sun out here. 
<laughs> We're about two and a half hours into this show here. Hawk has sweat through a beautiful shirt. I don't know. Hawk, do you sweat much? Why are receivers using on sweat? Really? Yeah. Very hairy little dude. I, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for the bite to fall. I know. This I'm is just not a it. Little, no, no, no. This is not it because, man, those first couple of games when you're playing in that heat, depending on where you Ooh. play, can just be brutal. I mean, man, listen, we talked about uh, in college football this last week and everybody wowed by Colorado. Among uh, the many things, Travis Hunter playing 120 plus snaps how? in that yeah, heat. Yeah, seriously. How? In what world? We all did that in high school. I was going to say, you went both in ways college. in high school, right? Like, I went both ways in college. Damn. Yeah, no I different. played corner okay. and receiver. All right, we'll shut up now. Okay. Not, not okay. 112 snaps. I wasn't, I wasn't that good, but to be able to do that throughout an, an entire season, Incredible. I mean, what just, can he do? Just know. an entire game because he yeah. got up and was talking to everyone yeah. after amped, every bro. one of those plays. Yeah. I couldn't imagine what it's like not only being in zone. I could. I don't know about you. I didn't talk a lot of smack, one, because I wasn't that good. Say that energy. And two, because I was also very tired. Like, Say were, that were energy. you into that at all? Um, I, I, if you, I, I didn't want a problem, but if you wanted a problem, I said no problem. That was my thing. Ooh. I was I was there, but if we wanted to go there, I would always take it to a whole new level. And I would talk. There was nothing off limits. Wow. Oh, wow. You yeah, I was one of those guys. <laughs> my, my, the, the extent of my smack talking began with an F and ended with a U. And that was it. Because <laughs> I, I needed to, to get air in. Yeah, the yeah, best yeah. was John Randall, the D tackle from Minnesota, used to read the bios of the old linemen before the game get to know where he was going to. He, he never stopped talking ah, during yeah, yeah, the game yeah, yeah. and yeah. getting after him. Yeah. See, yeah I, I, can't, I can't smack I like talk at A all. lot of people say, like, oh, like, you know, disrespectful. All that stuff. I am more impressed when guys, yeah. one, are researched like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because uh -huh. there are certain guys that were always going to come in well-read like that. Yep. But, again, John Randall, you're right. You watch the NFL film shots of that dude. Never stop. It's just a nonstop verbal assault. <laughs> never stop. How, how do you do and, that and then get the call? And he's a Hall, well, Hall of Fame player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be able to talk that smack and then be one of the great players of all time. Okay, makes good it, job. Makes yeah. it a lot easier. Well, go. <laughs> well, good. Well, are, you, are you guys all in on Colorado? How, how do you feel about that? You know, I, I so that the do you believe that question. A, that was the most pronounced no. I don't know if you thought that that wasn't a straight up no, but I like to qualify it because okay. I do believe, like, what Dion's done, and I saw plenty of people writing about this. Uh, Stephen Godfrey over at Split Zone Duo wrote an article, I believe, in the Washington Post talking about how this is something we're seeing more around college football as far as the blueprint for how to do things. Yep. Coming in and flushing Texas State's in the middle of doing a version yes. of this right yes. now, too, mm -hmm. where you can come in with the rules afforded to coaches. We've talked so much about the transfer portal for players. Yep. The rules afforded to coaches now, Dad, for how you're allowed to go in here and basically run players off your roster, do what Dion did, and sit in yeah. a meeting after the spring game and say, you need to find somewhere else to play because it's not going to be here. Right. That's the professional nature of the sport that's coming up to here. And so I think that is something we're going to see more and more people try. We saw the portal work last round with teams like USC and LSU. Colorado's not that resourced. Texas State's not that resource, and so if programs on the lower end of P5 are able to make that happen, G5 teams are able to do that, then I think you'll see more and more people try and take a bite of that. I believe Colorado's already changed their program's trajectory. Yes, yes. I don't know, win-loss total. Yep. Like, if you're bowl eligible this year at Colorado, which oh. I had them on the under I mean, of like a three-and-a-half win total yeah. before, I, did too. I think bowl eligibility, looking at their schedule, there are six winnable games on the schedule for them. And if they get to that point, they're going up against some juggernauts on there too. That is an overwhelming success. That's yep. coach of the year stuff Just, yeah. for Deion Sanders. Just us saying to, they could get bowl eligible changes is, everything. Yeah. But let's be honest, people don't like the way Dion is going about it. 
They don't like the, the way he's talking. That, that's, that's what people don't like. And I'm right. like, man, it's successful. So here's my thought, Hawk, overall about do I believe. So we have rarely seen great players in any sport become great coaches, right? Yep. Uh, so he, the, Dion was a high school coach. Mm-hmm. Then got the chance at Jackson State and did a phenomenal job, right? Mm-hmm. Now he comes to Power Five. Who, in all honesty, in their right mind is going to say, oh, no-brainer, he's going to be a success in winning the Power Five because we won in high school, won in Jackson State. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. Especially yeah. at Colorado. Exactly. At the juncture there. It at. wasn't even the same team with 86 different players. So my thought is, okay, he's saying that for his team. And that's all that. And my point is, that's all yeah. that matters. If his team buys in, and he even said, I had guys on the team weren't even buying in before the game. But now they have the receipts, and now they can buy in. So do I believe? I don't. I, I believe more than I did before, but You're I'm not, not like all in Pac-12 champs. Hell no, not believe? yet. I, I do believe, and, and not because I think that now he's created this juggernaut program. I think for me it was more of what Dion brings to the table. He is a one-of-one one. by player yep. standpoint, by personality standpoint, by yes. coach standpoint. There yes. is nobody like Dion. For sure. This isn't even a blueprint. I don't care who you go and grab. You cannot copy it because he is that charismatic um, and infectious. But the reality of college football is it is not the X's and the O's. It's the Jimmy's and the, the Joe's. Yeah. And the best coaches you know about college football in this modern era, they might be good coaches. That ain't why they're winning national championships. And they'll they're, be the first to tell you that, by the way. They're five stars and four stars. You pack a locker room with it. Yeah, you're going to kick everybody's butt. Well, Dion, if he can get four and five stars to come to yeah. Jackson yeah. State. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And you give him anywhere with the resources. Yeah, yeah. He is going to be successful because if he goes into a room with the moms and the family and then you come into the room, it is very rare when you're when you're touting tradition. Yeah. His charismatic nature is taking over. And the bottom line, though, you got to put wins to it because, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. we all talk about how we love Marcus Freeman coming to Notre Dame. He's a great guy, great recruiter, but even he knows i got to win. Gotta so win. even for Dion, you can spout all you want and, 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 and try and sell your players, but you have to win. You and in win. one game, for a team that had one win last year, in one game, we now have analysts, and, and I'll agree, that says, well, they should beat Nebraska, they yep. should beat Colorado State, and then they have Oregon and USC back-to-back, and then we'll see. And it's like, think about what we're saying. Yeah. This was the worst team the in one, college football. one in ten football team. And look what we're saying. So that's a win right there for Dion without. No question. But if you're asking me to buy in to say they're one of the best teams around now, I'm still going to hold off and say I'm yeah, going to no. need to see a few more receipts. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We don't know what TCU is yet either. Right. I said yeah. that's a, that's like, a program that went through a we lot of change. That's the same team from right, last year. Right, right. right. 100%. Yeah. We're still learning a lot about this upcoming season. But however you want to slice it, what they did there, what Dion did there, Shador Sanders is beyond impressive in game yeah. one, the way they looked with what went on this offseason. I'm going to say real quickly, too, um, I went head-to-head with Dion as a head coach years ago. Oh, T. Higgins, yeah. T. Higgins, senior year in high school. Uh-huh. Herm Edwards was the coach of one side of the Under Armour All- All-American game. Uh-huh. And I was there as an assistant, and he had to leave for game day. I was the head coach. 
The other head coach, Deion Sanders, we won. You I'm won. 1 0 against Deion. Come on. I'm 1 0 against Deion. Colorado State. Where, where is what do you my want? job you offer? You want to compete in the you state? You want to compete, Colorado yes. State? Yes. You don't want to be the little brother in the I state? Will, I will turn around that whole team. Dad, Dad, what's, the call? The, what's the recruiting pitch, Dad? You walk into the young man's room right now. You're the head coach of Colorado State. I You're got trying to money for you. All right, there you go. Can I do that? We're out here paying the players. <laughs> yes. Our boosters, greater than science. Yes. Their boosters. Who has more money than draft? Kid. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Hey, our come on. Our Throw collective, it all in there. Our collective will be great. <laughs> oh, my God. We are flush with cash right now. and going to make sure your son has a phenomenal oh, wow. time playing at State U there. So that's going to be fantastic here. Uh, those are guys that we hope to see someplace on Sunday. Hopefully someplace yeah. maybe on Thursday night getting ready mm -hmm. to go in for the opening of the NFL season here. We're excited. We're taking you guys up as close to kickoff as they'll legally allow us yeah. outside. Yeah. More and more fans starting to make their way over into the stadium at this point. We haven't done the vertical jump yet. We haven't done the vertical jump yet, mostly because I've been distracted by a large group of men wearing breasts and three different men I've seen dressed as Hulk Hogan. Lot and they're Hulk not Hogan wearing a lot of pants with yeah. that. I don't. I, I get with the Dressed weather. Hulk Hogan, yeah. really? Oh, a lot of Hulk Hogan's, and again, yeah. they're wearing like the wrestling, like unitard pants. A lot of fellas with the cheeks out. A lot of wow. cheeks, <laughs> which I get is hot right now. It's hot out there, man. Is that here, a look, Hawks, you've ever fans. had? Huh? You ever had that look? I don't have a cheeks for it. You say no. Chiefs or Cheeks fans? Cheeks. Cheeks. Cheeks, cheeks fans. Cheeks. Kansas cheeks City fans Cheeks. With their cheeks out. Yeah. I don't have the cheeks yeah. to, to pull it off. You don't have the cheeks for it, huh? Nah, I know nah. I don't. One day I'll get in the gym. Pants just fall off me. I got a flat butt. Dear God. <laughs> the post-retirement stuff, it happens. Every sorry. day we I'm stray sorry. further and further sorry. from the Lord's <laughs> light here. We will see if we can recapture it next here on Golik and Gojo. Gojo and the NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. That's code GOJO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We're out here. We're out here. Arrowhead Stadium. The heat is getting to us. Hawks got sunglasses on. It looks really on. cool, too. Yeah, you do. Thank you. You Thank can you. pull Damn. that off. I appreciate that. I can't, I, I can't do it I do it like stuff that. like that in front of your mother and my wife, and she just says, no. She no. does. My mom no. making fun of my dad is actually single-handedly the reason he didn't wear a beard until <laughs> the pandemic, and now yeah. look at him. I couldn't True. imagine his naked face out True. here in the Right. Yeah. He's got a dope flow, man. There you, that beard, there you go. See that? I can't, I can't talk like don't that ever say, don't, ever, don't ever say dope flow, Dad. Whatever you do. You don't have to do that. I disagree. I, I think you could pull it off. You pull that off? Dope flow. You yeah, go, you see? got dope flow going. You right, really man. limped up to that one. I did. There. You got to hit it with some gusto. <laughs> like flow. this. We are Gojo and Golik. We are fueled by Campbell's Chunky, the official soup sponsor of the NFL. And if you're here, listen, sick of listening to us talk about butts or my dad's dope flow, then why don't you listen to our friend Sean King about some of his best bets heading into tonight's game with the news, by the way, that Travis Kelsey will be out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Sean, what's up, man? The wait is over.
finally, time is back. Football, baby, football. I can't wait. I have some ways that I'm going to try and make some money. A couple futures bets that we won't be able to cash till the season is over. And also, how we can play a game within a game this Thursday as the Lions take on the Chiefs to start off the NFL season. Let's start with the big picture first. There are a couple division future plays that I'd like you to make because I've made them and I think they're going to cash. So let's make some money together, right? Nothing better than going to the window saying, cash this for me, please. So let's start in the tough in AFC North. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Listen, as Mike Tomlin says so eloquently, it's hard to box without sparring. Guess what? It's hard to understand the season ending in Pittsburgh not being above 500. That's their floor. So in a division where it's real difficult, where I don't know what I'm getting from Cleveland, is Baltimore any good on defense? Is Joe Burrow healthy? I get the Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-1. to one. I think Kenny Pickett gets better. He's just slightly above average, but that's enough if T.J. Watt stays healthy to make the Steelers at 5-1 to one a live dog to win that division. Another division play that I like is the Tennessee Titans in the AFC South. Ryan Tannehill's in a contract year. Derrick Henry's in a contract year. What do guys do when it's time to get more money? They play their best ball. Also, I love the fact that Coach Vrabel has a great culture established there. They took care of Jeffrey Simmons over there on the defense. They're going to be elite. I love Tajay Spears as an addition, and they added DeAndre Hopkins. I know the Jags are the favorite. I don't love the Jags' defense. I think Tennessee finds a way to win that division. Two more season-long plops I have for you. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going Jordan Addison, slot receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Listen, Justin Jefferson is going to get all the double coverage. And I don't know if you heard, but one of the early things I'm attacking this season is all the TJ Hawkinson's overs because he's a baller. Guess who's the third guy in that system but with a quarterback that can get all three of them the ball? Jordan Addison. We saw Garrett Wilson win it last year. I think another receiver wins offensive rookie of the year. I'm going Jordan Addison 17-1. On the defensive rookie of the year, I'm going Jalen Carter. A lot of people think San Francisco has the most talented roster in the National Football League, but it might be Philly. And they added another huge piece, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know what? This happened to Warren Sapp. And guess what he did? He showed out. And Jalen Carter's going to do the same thing. People doubted him coming into the draft. He should have been the number one pick, but he wasn't. Guess what? He's going to remind everybody every Sunday that they made a huge mistake. But let's get to Thursday. What's Mahomes going to do? No Travis Kelsey? Does it really matter? And that's not a negative because Travis Kelsey's a baller. But guess what? It was doom and gloom last year. Oh, Tyreek Hill's not there. What's Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is the best we've seen ever. A true unicorn. We've never seen anyone that has his amount of talent, skill, drive, determination, and production. He's just one of his own. Don't think you're going to find another him because, you know, just like Michael Jordan, we still haven't found another Michael Jordan. I'm putting Patrick Mahomes in that same ilk. He'll find a way. They have a plethora of weapons there in Kansas City. They've done a good job of accumulating talent. Sky Moore's there, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Isaiah Pacheco, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, Kadarius Tony's healthy. They have the two young guys that they brought in, and Ross and Rice. They'll be fine. If they lose this game, it's not because Kelsey wasn't available or fully healthy for Mahomes. As a quarterback, it's next man up. Yeah, you love to have your top dog, your head honcho, your partner there with you, but when he's not, you just tell the other guys, hey, it's an opportunity for you to introduce yourself to the United States of America. 
Wow. Man, I tell you what, Sean could cut a wrestling promo. Boy, with that the was best really of them. good. Yeah, been, got me a little fired up right now. Hawk, you made a good point as we're sitting here listening to that as he talked about Patrick Mahomes and wax poetic about all those great things. Yeah. We're starting to inch closer to the goat conversation already because we can't help ourselves. Yeah. And you talked about the crucial mistake Tom Brady made and all this. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have waited so long to retire. He mm. should have hung him up a while ago, created a gap between his tenure and the Patrick Mahomes era, so we could marvel in Tom's greatness for a while before we start to have these conversations yep. around Pat. But now we've got the benefit of seeing them in the same zone, and already we're talking that he's the greatest quarterback we've ever but seen. But he did get one more Super Bowl. He did. He did get one more Super Bowl. But did it – I don't – that's did it seven. change, did it change Ooh, anybody's that, that perspective one, on him? That one maybe just because it was the non-Belichick one. Oh, that's, that's the right. only reason I'll that's give it to right. him is because he that's went out and one. proved he could do that's bad right. all by himself. And Bill, and yeah. Bill hasn't been in the playoffs since he left. So yeah, that was yeah. a good one. So, that might, that but might, you, but yeah. if you don't John Elway right off into the sunset after, yeah, you kind of look right. towards the finish. You did. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now we go out there for <clears> the kill a little bit That's very true. So. That's certainly been up in the air. Dad, some more changes we got going into this year. I know you were interested in a couple of the NFL rule changes that we got starting off this season and what's on the horizon. Well, I think one of the big ones is the, the ability to have the emergency quarterback going off the San Francisco yeah. game in the, in the playoffs last year where they were on their third quarterback or no quarterback because yeah. they lost their two. So now you each team can have an emergency quarterback, but he has to be on the 53-man roster and QB1 and 2 have to be out of the game. It can be if QB1 gets hurt and QB2 has a has like a uh, uh, uniform issue and has to go off. The emergency can come on, but then as soon as the quarterback's ready, he has to come back off. Mm. But he has to be on the 53-man roster. I think it's a good move. At this point, though, only 12 teams mm. have three quarterbacks on their 53-man roster. So we'll see how that goes uh, through the year. Um, two more. One, Mike, I know you're going to like. Zero is now a legal number. See, except I like for O and D linemen. Yeah. Hating ass NFL, man. Yep. Hating ass. Uh, honestly, what do y'all think? Let me compose myself here for okay. a second. I understand that we work with the league and they're great part. We love the NFL. We love, love the, it. We're excited to have football back around here. Shout out to the league. Who do you guys think you are? But who the Stopping hell? Stopping these large young men. That's so much shining. body for single digits, man. So, man, have you seen the way it looked in college, though? I have a, I've had this take forever. As soon as the digit zero got available in college football, I said it should exclusively be worn <laughs> by 310-plus pound defensive <laughs> linemen. Those I, are the big bodies I want to see that plastered on here. It's slimming but also powerful. It sends a message and a strong one. I don't the think NFL Hawk is denying their I horses. adamantly disagree. Really? Not only do I hate that, I hate the fact that they've changed the number system up at all. You're Tom Brady of this. I hate to see single digit wow. DBs. Like I, I hate to see single digit receivers. I, it reminds me too much of college football. Go back to how it was. Even though I did wear number zero when I played in the CFL for two years. Oh, there you I go. I was number zero. Oh I my was. God. So you? How can you come out here and betray your brethren like that? I, it, I, I, I look back and I think I look stupid. That's why I'm like, so, <laughs> take it from somebody who was there. They were there. Go yeah. back to sample side. Uh, there are 20 players currently who took the number zero. Nine linebackers, five wide receivers, three cornerbacks, two safeties, one running back. Roquan Smith is one of them. Calvin Ridley is one of them uh, as well. I want to get to this last one here because I think this is going to be the change. One year only, the kickoff return team can fair catch the ball mm. and get it moved to the 25-yard line. Uh, because we started seeing those pop-up kicks yep. to try and pin them inside the 25, and concussions went back up. So this is only for a year that they're trying this because they're trying to find what's the next thing we can do. Guys, I think what the XFL did. 
I think what the XFL did, you put the kick return team on the 30, you put mm -hmm. the kickoff team five yards away from on the 35 toward the kick returner, you kick off the ball and everybody waits till the returner catches the ball, then you move. Now no one's building up all that speed for those massive hits where you get the concussions and you still keep the kickoff. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm, different. Maybe I'm more old school than I, know. I, than I imagine because I'm just like – It's not going back it, to the norm, though. it changes though. even what the kickoff team is. The body's composition is going to change if you don't have to actually run down to go get the ball and the, the contact happens five yards away. Yeah, it might limit concussions. But it is fundamentally changing what the special teams are. Oh, it I'm, is. I'm almost like, yeah, at that stage, maybe you should get rid of it. I don't oh, like the fair catch oh, man. in the oh, 25. Boy. It's like it's, it becomes a formality. Wow. Get off my lawn. Get off. <laughs> Showing up to the set was not on my bingo card. We'll finish off the show with our picks <laughs> next here on Gojo and Golik. Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. So saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code GOLIC. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18+, plus, 21+, plus in certain states, to open or access an account and resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wager within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Welcome back to Gojo and Golik, Mike Golik Jr., Mike Golik Sr., Andrew Hawkins, taking you guys up to kick off of the 2023 NFL season. Lions at the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, getting ready to unfurl the banners here. Guys, we will make our picks at the end of this segment, looking forward towards this game. But we want to finish up the way we always do at the end here. And it's been a great show. It's been awesome to see the crowds out here. Yes. Hawk, we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us, man. My Again, pleasure. everyone's going to get to see you all over NFL Live this upcoming fall. It's going to be a great time. So we appreciate it, man. Oh, man, thank you guys so much for having me. This has been a blast. And give yourselves a round of applause because we made it. We made we it. NFC, NFL season is here. Woo. Oh, Free man. at last. The saddest day is the day after the Super Bowl. Now we're to the happiest we're day. We're here. Yeah, we that are. quick. By the way, as we've been sitting out here baking in the sun, I promise you I've been prepared right here with oh. the fresh knock-around sunglasses oh, here. There you High go. quality polarized shades that aren't going to break the bank for you here. So as you're getting ready for the upcoming NFL season, you're out in the hot tailgate lot here. Make sure you get yourself right. Not with glass you're going to have to baby and worry about. You can go to work in the tailgate lot with these. You can be like me. They've got their MLB collection, the first nine teams. I'm in Los Angeles now. i got to rep the Dodgers sunglasses here. Like Easy it. when they're good. Life works out like that. <laughs> Again, head to knockaround.com. Get the best high-quality polarized sunglasses starting at just $28 and use code GOLIC at checkout there. Get yourself free shipping on that order. Guys, let's end the show the way we always do. Hot, we do a little segment called This, That, and the Third. Okay. We do three quick stories. Send everyone on out another day. As always, download, subscribe, rate, review, five-star rating, DraftKings YouTube, DraftKingsNetwork.com. Look at all the good stuff. It's fun. You can listen to us. You can watch us. I swear, it's good most times. <laughs> 
let's get to this, guys. Uh, we talked a little bit about Colorado before, uh -huh. and so much of that was Deion Sanders, Travis Hunter, but Shadur Sanders came out, and in his first performance as Colorado's quarterback, Ho-Hum set the single-game passing record with over 500 yards and talked about texting with Tom Brady, the GOAT. Mm. After that game there, talked about working with Tom Brady, learning from him. Dad, uh, what's the star turn going to be like for Shadur Sanders here, the son of prime, a guy who seems like if anyone's ready for the stage, it might be him. Well, I mean, he's a guy that's Ooh. been around a lot of stars, that's for sure, because yeah. prime is a star. Yeah. And, and the star. three words that Brady texted him was, don't be satisfied. And I'm sure, in all honesty, that's what Dion is telling his team. Listen, guys, we yeah. came out of the out of the gates well, made some people believers, but we don't win the next game or it starts to turn the other way. It's all going to be for nothing. So I, I absolutely, I, I love that message from Tom, and that's got to be the message from Prime. But Shador is used to being around stars. I'm sure he's met tons of them uh, through his life already, so probably didn't, nothing new to him. And I, I would argue, even the stars he's around, none of them are bigger than his, his father. Dad, yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so to have a, a prime time uh, Sanders mentality at the quarterback position might be something we're not ready for. Yeah, that like, is... Do you feel that way when you're around me? That you're not going to yeah. be around anybody bigger star? That's what he's told me. Yeah, I, I, I text talk about that he all the time. He texts me that all it's the amazing. Time. You're lying, like, aren't you? Man, it's just, you know, you're, you're, you're <laughs> lying. magnitude when he walks into the room You're here. lying. Just stop. You can feel the oxygen leave the room. That's Jay. mostly because of the farts. Stop it. Speaking of big stars in the room, I actually, let's get to that. This guy, by far, the most charismatic person I've ever met walking into a room. Magic Johnson, who's now part of the ownership mm. group for the Washington Commanders, spoke with the team the other day, talked about winning all his NBA championships, talked about everything there. Hawk, when that guy flashes the smile in a room, you feel like instantly that you are also the coolest person walking around in that room. Got a feeling the win total for the Washington Commanders shifted just with that impression Just there. that. Just with Magic showing up, the Commanders win total increased. I think so. Listen, he's got that kind of magnetism. He's winning time. They don't call him Magic because he don't got none. No. That we got Prime and Magic. Those are names that automatically connote winning. What was? What's your nickname besides Gojo? What is like the only nickname I ever had in my life was when I was in middle school. One of my best friends gave me the nickname. It was Pudding, and it wasn't because I was pudding. cute. Yeah. No, it's because okay. I looked like a kid who ate a lot of pudding. Yeah. yeah. I don't and know. you did eat a lot of pudding. I did eat a lot of pudding. <laughs> yeah. God, I ate a lot of pudding. I don't disgusting. know if, if pudding feels the same as primetime or magic. No. And, I mean, you got a cool name. Hawk. Like, yeah, I understand it's like part of your name, name, but God, it's like. It is good. It's good. But, it's, but it's, you it's know a, what's good to see is a lot of times some of the older stars aren't really remembered by some of the younger athletes yeah. now. but. Man, that, that's not the case when Magic walks in a room, nah, right? Nah, nah. I is. mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. You're going to know who Magic is. You're going to know that smile, and it's going to be a wow moment for you. That legacy spans yeah. generations and generations. And it's indicative of he's part of the ownership. Before, we were talking about the owner and Daniel Snyder. Yeah. The worst owner, right? The worst owner yep. in sports. Yep. This net yep. negative, a giant culture-destroying monster that is now no longer a part of that team. People automatically feel lighter, feel better about that. And, and Hawk, you know, you talked about ownership before and the effect yeah. it has in certain things. It's hard to overstate what that does to a building when now all of a sudden this person that's this constant sort of strife and source of strife and frustration is no longer out of the picture. And you got guys like Magic Johnson coming to hang now. It's kind of like we talked about with Dan Campbell. Guys will get in line sooner and deeper Whenever they feel like the people leading know what they're doing. Yes. Right? And get it. And Magic Johnson is a person, when he comes into a room, like you said, after going with, through what they went through with the last owner, it's like, well, if nothing else, 
Magic's perspective is in the room, and that has to mean something. And how smart is that? Well, he's a minority owner like he was with the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. But become, make him the face. Put him in Absolutely. front of the people and say, look who is part of our program. It's Magic friggin' Johnson yes. with that big smile. I mean, yep. it's a great thing to do. Absolutely. It's, it's incredible there. Going to be interesting, Sam, how obviously – Looking at that situation, Ron Rivera, a guy who feels like he's very much on the hot speat, despite all those good feelings yeah, here. Yep. We've got Eric Bieniemy coming over there, all the weird headlines in camp about the players getting coached too hard. Going to be a very interesting season there. Thankfully, nothing to do with ownership. Guys, let's get to the third. Picks. Picks for tonight's game here. Going into this one, the Kansas City Chiefs, four-and-a-half-point favorites on DraftKings Sportsbook. Hawk, I'm going to start with you. Going yeah. into this game, who wins outright? Who wins with the spread there? What are you expecting in tonight's matchup? I, I'm actually expecting the Chiefs to win bigger mm. than the spread. What's the spread? Four and a half? Four and, and a half. half. Yeah, I got them winning 31-24. All right. Chiefs. Um, and I think Patrick Mahomes has a big night. A very efficient night. I think he completes over 76% of his passes. Wow. But maybe doesn't go above 245. Wow. Wow. How All about right. that? So you went 55 points, so you went the over, if my yep. addition is, yep. is correct. Yep. Uh, I'm going the over as well. Okay. Uh, it's what, 53 and a half, we said. I, I, listen, it's tough for me not to lean toward Kansas City in this one. Um, and to cover four and a half, I, I actually think Detroit's going to keep it closer than you think. They are missing Kelsey. They are missing Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. And you do have a, a really, really good offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson to try and take advantage of that. I'm excited to see how he uses Gibbs and Montgomery out of the backfield. You know, we're one out there, both out there in the slot, out of the backfield, however they're going to do it. So I'm excited to see that. And I'm also excited for Detroit because we know what we have in Kansas City. I'm excited to see what's going to change for Detroit. If they're going to get where I think they can predict and we go to the NFC Championship game, that secondary has to be better. Right. And they worked on it in the offseason to make it better. So are they better? What a test going what against Patrick test. Mahomes and seven different receivers and even though no Travis Kelsey, but it's going to get the best quarterback in the league. I agree with you. I'm going, I think, we're getting points on this one. I'm a guy that likes to live by the over anyway. I'll go 34-31 Chiefs in this one. Okay. I think we get an absolute firefight here. I think the difference ends up being the Lions style can naturally control. But let's talk about Jared Goff and all this, too. We haven't really talked. No, They've come haven't. out and yeah. given a big vote of confidence to him all offseason. Talked about what they think he's capable of in Ben Johnson's system. And you look at last year, especially against the Bliss, because without Chris Jones tonight, I think we're going to see Spags go to his truest form on that Chiefs defense and have to send bodies to get pressure. And that's part of where the Lions were at their best. On third down last year, they had a conversion rate of 51% against the Blitz. That was second best in the NFL. You look at Jared Goff, he threw eight touchdowns against the Blitz in 2022. That was fourth most among NFL quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. On money downs in those big moments when they're staring it down, they've had answers in the body of that offense. And Jared Goff, who we're not going to talk about anywhere near Mahomes, and understandably right. so, has been able to go out there and shoulder the load. I think he keeps it close, but I think the Chiefs went on opening right. night. Everybody on the Chiefs, the biggest question, I think, is what do we think the media food dessert is going to be? Who? 
That is a great question here. I'm going banana pudding. I was just going to say, he had banana pudding at lunch already yeah, and he was already looking for more. Yeah, that makes more. sense. That, yeah. that's, a, that's a good pick. With the Nilla wafers on top. Nilla wow. wafers and, and oh. banana pudding. Yeah. Can You're we thinking. go already? Are we done? Can we <laughs> yes. move it along? We are. Guys, we're getting ready to get out of here. Wow. The fans are getting ready to flood into the stadium right now. We hope you've enjoyed this. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Thank you to Campbell's Chunky, the yes. official soup sponsor of the NFL. Have a great night. Enjoy kickoff of the 2023 NFL season. Woo!